0: and it is also the connection to your celestial team your spirit guides we all have them and we can communicate with them in the invisible realm my guest today is tapped in and tuned in to her guides and she's here to show us that we too can connect with our guides we can truly work with this celestial team to build new earth here in the present moment let's welcome marilyn Aloria back to quantum conversations marilyn thank you so much for being here
1: i'm so excited to be here lauren so i I love it and uh let's get let's have some fun (laughs) let's see
0: what they gotta say Let's see what they got to say. This is so fascinating to see you in action. You're going to do some readings for our listeners today, but more importantly, we're going to talk about how we can really hone in on these skills, because truly, this is what we must do in these times. Instead of looking at the external world and getting caught up in the drama out there, we can tap into this internal compass and our guides. And so this is a beautiful topic, one of my favorites. So let's have you just uh, share anything that you'd like to say as you feel into this beautiful global group we have.
1: Yeah, I love what you said, Lauren, because something that's been coming up for me a lot in the past, uh, this year, is living in synchronicity and how we can live in synchronicity. And what my guides have been teaching me is and this is for everybody on the call because you're all doing this. You're all uh, capable of, that, of it. It's all about awareness and consciousness and engaging, and engaging in the dreams in your heart. And what they've been showing me is how there is like this language underneath our what we're seeing in our physical existence, and how when we connect to the language underneath our the physical world, which is our guides, the symbolic language, connection to Source, connection to Mother Earth we can co-create an incredible life together. And when those moments happen where you hit a wall or you get disappointment, you can have a much clearer understanding as to why that's happening at that particular time and how it's trying to catapult you into something greater and better for your highest good. So the biggest thing that I would share in this moment right now, and I know we're going to get into so much more, is, What I was saying to Lauren when we got on the call is that we're really in a time where we have much more, for the lack of a better word, control than we think. And it's so important to own the dreams that are in your heart. They weren't put there for you to suffer or struggle or be disappointed and sad. They were put there as like a beacon of light so that you could navigate your path and you could work towards something with inspiration and intuition and excitement. And then the surrender happens when you allow spirit to give you something even better. And the surrender also happens when something happens that's disappointing. You surrender into that and trust that it's for your greatest good. So I'll just say that as an overall enveloping kind of statement.
0: Very important. And the dreams of our heart, this really is how we bring forth new earth, I know some do not know even the next step to take, but we can figure this out with the help of our team. In fact, it is a vital part because this is really where inspiration comes in. So I love that you're talking about the synchronicities because when we follow it, we can truly see the magic that is created. And the surrender part is beautiful too because – the synchronicity happens when we surrender. It, it's kind of like twofold there. So very beautiful. Well, we have a lot to talk about today, and we're going to get to some people because, again, to see you in action is very interesting and helpful for others and we can talk about that but Marilyn I just wanted to say a couple years ago when we met you've crossed my mind a number of times um, because you shared a message from my father my stepfather from the other side and you were just spot on and he gave me a message at that point and I didn't Understand it at the time, but now hindsight is twenty twenty, and that was mm-hmm. just a very powerful message. It was very empowering, and you, just to watch you work, you were like, "Well, he's holding his back, and what does that mean?" But I now know exactly what that means. So it was incredible. I just want to thank you for just being oh, so you. tapped in. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay,
0: well. Uh, Let's go ahead that
1: happens quite a that happens quite a bit and this is something for everybody because I believe that we're all gifted right so I teach people around the world how to get in touch with their gifts so they can co-create a life with their guides one that's blissful and peaceful and happy and yeah is it existing like that every single time no we know that Lauren like we, we but what they do is they give you tools to help you to handle the things that come down the pike that are uncomfortable so that you can evolve into a greater being and what you just shared about—I don't remember reading—but what you just shared was very beautiful. Because many times our guides will tell us things about the future. They're preparing us. They're preparing us for where we're stepping into. Because a lot of you, like you said, a lot of them, don't, a lot of people in the audience, and I know my audience the same way—they don't know what that next step is. They have this huge dream in their heart, and they don't know how to get from A to Z. And they are struggling with the next step, or the magnitude of how to make it happen or with disappointment from their past. And I love when our loved ones, which everybody on this call can do, is when you talk to your guide and they give you a picture of the future or they tell you something, and then you walk, you trusted it, Laura, and you stayed open to it, even though it didn't make sense in the moment, which happens a lot in my readings, and then you allowed it to reveal itself to you. And I feel like that's when magic really happens and we start recognizing we're not alone. I know I'm packing in a lot of things into this comment, but it's, it's for me as a medium when I worked with my guys and they started saying things and then it started showing up, that was the moment when I realized, wow, I'm really not alone. Wow, there really is somebody out there that has my back and that loves me so much and really wants me to be happy because I've spent so many years on the floor sad So I appreciate what you just shared, and I appreciate being able to hopefully share a little bit more wisdom around it. It's hard, as Lauren knows, to unpack, to give everything that I want to give in this particular moment. So I'm going to just let you take it away, but I just wanted to share that, too.
0: Yes, and beautiful, and you know, at the time that was so fresh in his transition, I think it was within a year of his transition, and I had no idea that, that he, as a stepdad, would be one of my guides, and absolutely yes, now he is. In, in this lifetime, in, in the physical, we were the greatest adversaries, but to be able to mm. have him come in as a guide is, so beautiful i never thought that my heart could be open in such a way from that mm-hmm. so again you helped with that but yet we can all do this and so mm-hmm. that is just a beautiful uh thing to know that relationships do heal in that way uh yeah. so not saying for people to wait until their loved ones that they have issues with are on the other side but uh just to be aware of that beautiful healing that took place so yeah
1: it's beautiful
0: Yeah, because you can have an even
1: stronger relationship with people on the other side than you had on the earth plane, if they change
0: too. Oh, I just got major goosebumps on that, and that's (laughs) that's a big sign too. All right, well, we're going to – I want to um, ask you something really quick here about chakras, because if this is an awareness and everything is energy, explain a little bit about the chakras. These are actually – I guess, gateways for this energy and this uh, understanding.
1: Yeah. You know, for me, um, they're super important. And I, I noticed when I went out, uh, I did a class a few years ago, and there wasn't a lot of interest in it. And I, everybody was so interested in the 8 to 35 or the 8. There, it's infinite amount of number for me without chakras. I don't think that you can say there's a certain amount. And I always tell people that the first seven are the most important because you have to ground into those and learn how to work those before you can accelerate even to a higher level of working with your chakras. And your chakras, all for me, uh, they all hold certain gifts. And they all allow us to vibrate in a, in a certain way so that we can bring in opportunity, experiences, synchronicity. And if our chakras are blocked and we're not really paying attention to um, clearing them, or getting in touch with it and energizing them, then we're not going to see the solution that's coming down the street in somebody's words that they're saying to us. Or we're not going to hear that the bird that's singing next to us is really a sign from our guide that's telling us to take that class or to leave that job. You know, you miss so much because you become narrow-minded in your perspective. And the chakras allow us to ground into the earth, ground with spirit also, and also vibrate in our truest purpose because if you think about it like the first three of the grounding chakras they're the earth chakras they're our life and the story they, they also have gifts attached to them psychic gifts and the other four are about starting to connect to the higher planes to our truth to speaking our truth to ourselves and when we can bridge the gap from above, up above and down below and walk this earth plane in balance with complete communication, that's when you're living in the synchronicity of your life and in the weaving. And I hope I'm making sense because I'm going through a big transition in my own life and my own wisdom and learning, and I'm in an Ayurvedic yoga certification program. There's a lot going on with me. So my lessons, what I'm teaching, is shifting as well. So let me know if this doesn't make sense and just ask me any
3: follow-up questions that you want.
0: No, thank you for explaining that, and and the work that you do in your teachings, helping people communicate with their guides and understand those signals, that is all also included in the course that you teach, and that's in your special offer. We're going to get to that and talk to that uh, in a moment, but I wanted to allow you a space. We've got so many hands up right now, Um, so I want to just jump right into some callers. Does that seem good for you?
1: yeah totally let's
0: do it that's the fun part okay let's go to annapolis <laughs> maryland hello you're unmuted what's your name please
3: kathy?
0: did Ooh, you see that was kathy? Very low. yeah did you I, see kathy I it, yeah. oh we can barely hear you um can you um, speak a little closer how about, how about now? it's still really low but we'll see if this works go ahead okay um, hold on one second see if I that line can get a little stronger okay. okay i
3: would like to get a message about my journey i feel
0: yeah, okay. marilyn can you hear her
1: i can't hear her. is her name kathy because i usually have to say the person's name um and I'll, I'll let me say this because i don't know that i need to hear this question right now and we'll see what she says, and then you can repeat the question because I have a feeling you can hear it easier, Lauren. But I don't – if your name's Kathy, I'm just going to say that. What I'm getting right away with you, there's a sense of burden, right? So I'm getting a pain in my right shoulder and in my upper back. I could be mirroring. It could be your left. But usually what that feels to me is like the weight of the world on my head. And I feel like there's a little bit of uh, truth-seeking in your in your throat chakra. And also, I, like, my bra is really tight. Forgive me. But that's a little bit of suffocation. There's a father energy around you. I don't know if your father is pastor or not. If it's not, it's your father's father. Yeah. But I feel like for you right. Oh, okay. So I feel like for you right now, it's super important that you really focus on where you want to go. Like we don't want to take you out of the moment completely, but I feel like your own father is taking your body and turning you. Whether you had a good relationship with it or not, but he's turning you towards the right to see other avenues, other ways of doing things. It feels to me like you have an ability – like he's showing me now um, almost like a cauldron, like creating uh, – it's almost like an apothecary, you know, creating things, medicinal things from herbs and aromatherapy. And I'm not saying that that's something you're interested in today, but it feels to me like you have, a lifetime of, you have lifetimes of this in your life. And I feel like you're not – like I'm getting such a pain in my neck, and they're making me feel like the hanged man card, which is about changing your perspective. I don't feel like you're closed-minded. That's not what they're saying. I do feel like you're a very open-minded individual, but I feel like you're a little stuck or a little bit trapped. And you may be a little bit stuck on how can this get better. I don't know what the solution is. Where am I supposed to go? And spirit right away is telling me that she needs to write. She needs to journal to dump, brain dump out because I feel like life has been a little bit unfair or that's where you're living right now. Like it's been a little bit unfair. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. When is this going to change? It's hot. I'm annoyed. It's like that kind of energy for me. And I I don't know if there's yeah. a David around you or around your dad. Do you know who David is by any chance? Um, if you don't, it's okay. Son. It's my uncle. Mm, I don't I here. don't I don't I don't know. If, well, it doesn't matter if he's here. Or that that doesn't matter because they'll tell you about people that are here or not here. I don't know that that's necessarily it. It feels more like somebody who's going to teach you something, and you you're really like lacking a little bit of breath, honey. Too like you actually you have an idea of what you want to do, and. I feel like you're just, it's just like a lot of, do you have a child, Kathy? No. Do you have a child? No. Okay. Is it a boy by any chance?
3: No, I don't. I don't.
1: Oh, you don't have a child. Okay. So what I get, and then I'd like to hear your question, is a lack of breath. So that's about trusting life. So what's does, if this doesn't make sense to you, that's totally cool. I don't care. People need to be as honest as possible in reading. But what was your question? Um, my question was which way I should go spiritually. Okay. For me, with you, it's anything that makes what spirit says is it's anything that makes your heart sing. So I do feel like a sense of community, although it may not be the kit and caboodle. That's my new words these days of everything, but I feel like you need to be surrounded by spiritual music, spiritual meditation. I feel like your heart really opens up with that. I want you to be, um, I feel like you have something to say that you're not saying, and that might be in a spiritual community as well. So I feel like, have you thought about studying any kind of theta healing or Reiki healing or any kind of healing in that sense?
3: I'm a Reiki master.
1: Okay. You need to be using it, and you also need to be using your voice because I feel that you have a lot of – you've been through a lot, and I feel like, you know, of course many people are going to relate to that on this call because that's why we're on this spiritual path, right? We've been through a lot, excuse my dog, but I feel like you need to start – like almost I put you in a volunteer situation. I don't know that that's necessarily the answer, but I want you in community where you can help people and see the value of what you have to offer. Does that help you at all? Yes, it does. It helps a lot. Okay. You're very gifted, honey, so I want you moving forward. And I feel like you would meant to study a little bit of aromatherapy or herbology. It doesn't mean you have to go to a certification or take a class, but just read up on it. Like, the yoga certification I'm in is changing my life. My gu- I didn't know why I was even there. I didn't know what Ayurvedic was. And the teacher was like, why are you here? And I said, because my guides told me to be here. My guides made me sign up for a year-long program that is changing my life. So I just want you to, to allow yourself to be open to new studies, but you're going to be
3: okay. All right, sweetie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Cool. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, this we are on a roll, so we're just going to take another caller because again, it's so fun to watch you and to see how you really are uh, feeling this in your physical body. Let's go to Beacon, New York. Hello, you're unmuted. What's
4: your name, please? Hi, my name is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. And yes, what I'd like, I'd like some information on twin flames because I've been on the path for decades, but that never came up and um, it's become very clear. I met my uh, twin two years ago and we have begun that back and forth process. So if there's anything I I need to catch up on this kind of information, Can you bring through something for me, please.
1: Yeah, it's such a it's such a heated conversation in you, isn't it? I mean, it's so like
4: first oh
1: wow okay. Um, well, it's new. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. When it's the twin flame, it's not because it's who you've come into this world with, whether you believe in this incarnation or many incarnations. So there's when I was talking about the language underneath the physical plane, like twin flame has a language all in and of itself. And if you can learn how to, one of the things that I like to teach is having a soul-to-soul conversation with people. So if you could go into a garden in your own imagination and see your soul sitting across the soul of your twin flame and have conversations at that level, it's going to help accelerate and shift the energy of what's going on in the physical. So it feels like for me with you that um there's some cleanup that has to be done up around here, which is a lot of the times can happen with twin flame energy. And um you're saying you met your twin flame. Is that correct?
4: Yes, I did. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, and it's it's been, has it been, you said it yourself, but I want to make sure I'm hearing this correct. It's disruptive or it's in and out. It's not completely steady. Is that correct?
4: Well, I didn't say any of those things, but that actually is how, from what little I've been taught, it's such an an overwhelmingly intense energy when you meet your twin that, the processes that you meet, you, you dip into each other's energy and then you need to separate to integrate and then you keep reiterating that for as many times as is necessary. Um, right.
1: So my understanding of it too, I agree with that, but it could be, this could be the lifetime that you do integrate, this could be the lifetime that you don't integrate, right? So what I feel for you is that we're not in an answer of that right now because there's definitely, I believe in free will. I don't believe that we come in and that's it and Oh, you're not going to integrate. Like, if, if I don't get readings anymore, but if anybody said that to me in a reading now, I'd be like, get out of my face because you're taking away my free will. So what I'm trying to give you right now is free will, Barbara. I'm trying to tell you to, uh, to really feel into what you're meant to learn from this experience and from this relationship. So a lot of times we want to heal the relationship, the energy between the person and also the person in and of itself, because it feels to me like that person, your twin flame, is a little bit confused, and you're not really saying everything you're needing to say or even having the opportunity, spirit said, to say what you want to say. It's almost like you're tucking it away in a drawer. And I also don't want you coming at it where it's so overwhelming that I can't even handle it, you know? That's why I would like you to do work with spirit, whether you're out by a tree with Mother Nature but you're with your guys, you're with his guys or her guys, whatever it is, because they never freaking tell me. And I just want you in that soul-to-soul communication, and I want you doing a healing together. Because if if you didn't have that person's soul's permission, you wouldn't even be able to do a meditation like that. And I feel like you're being taught something so phenomenal. Like what Spirit is saying to me is that, does she really want this? Is she really ready for this? Tell her she needs to answer those questions, not somebody outside of her. Ask her what she needs to do to be ready for it. Tell her to ask herself what she wants what she wants to envision for her life. What does she really want to happen? Or is she backing away out of fear because the energy is too intense? And if she's backing away, I'm so glad it's recorded, if she's backing away from fear because the energy is too intense, ask herself why. What else does she back away from? Does this make sense to you? <laughs>
4: um, some of it does, certainly. Uh, I wasn't the one okay. who... Um, engineered the separation but and we do um actually we do talk telepathically i didn't feel like you
1: i didn't feel like you were engineering the separation so i'm really glad that you said that because what the questions are is even though you didn't engineer the separation you did because there's a part of you that's not able to receive you don't have to agree with me barbara it's totally cool i don't mind that at all but I need to be able to. Say no, actually, to say. agree
4: with you, and I believe that's part of the karma that's coming up right now for release. So um, I have absolutely to agree you, with you. I'm in. i kinda I kind of
1: hate that word karma these days. Can I tell you why?
4: The old it information pow- is, is.
1: Yeah. It makes me feel powerful. Yeah, it's all
4: the broth from past experiences, it's all the part that wasn't the pearl. And you carry it energetically, and it's got to go. Um and yeah. that's that's what's, and I think that's and, and what is you were just referring to that that um is an obstacle to fullness is that and it's it's up for release at the moment so that's actually I'm in a good place I believe but
2: yes
1: so I want you to approach this the last piece I'll give to this is I would like you to approach this with I'd like you to try to approach it with a naivety. I don't know any of this out there. Try to unlearn everything. I don't know anything about karma, soul contracts. I'm going to throw that all in the ocean or the fire. And I'm going to approach this as a newbie. What is it that I need to learn from this particular experience and this particular person's soul? I'd love to see what would happen when we took, forgive me for saying this. I'm not putting down the theories that are out there. I'm just trying to offer something else what would happen if we took story out of this or philosophies or what we already know twin planes to be, how can Barbara and what's his name? You don't even have to say it. I don't want you to say it. Actually, I want you to keep it energetically to yourself. What, what do we need to know? What can we create that's completely new for us that isn't based in all this old stuff? How does that feel?
4: Yes, because it's, it's, it's about something, I don't know if there are any humans who've ever really truly experienced it i mean it must be absolutely extraordinary as 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 the channel just said it's the largest soul fragment you will ever ever uh, experience integrating so it's it's really an unknown and it must be extraordinary
1: yeah so the thing that i would say and it's the last thing i'm going to say is well i'm going to say two things one is when I hear as a reader it's the biggest soul fragment that has to be integrated. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it for me, I'm not saying this does this to you, Barbara, definitely gives you an understanding, but it stops me. It makes me think, oh, then it's really difficult. And I want you to come mm-hmm. at it a little bit that might not be your experience, honey. I'm giving a little bit of an opinion here. So I'm not that I'm not allowed to give opinions, but I am. The other thing that comes up for me is I do feel like there were twin flames out there. I feel like George Burns and Gracie Allen were twin flames. So find people that you feel like may have been close to it and lean into that energy because it still exists.
3: Okay, you
4: well,
3: thank you very mean?
4: much. I... <laughs> no, thank no, you. I yeah. would just say that my perspective is that it's not difficult at all. It depends.
5: Good. If you
4: still are. Opt- from an ego personality level of frequency, yes, it will be difficult because it requires a great deal of latitude of, of honoring the other partner to do what they have to do to be ready. Yeah. And it might be something the personality wouldn't like. So if you're past that, then it's really a natural process. So it, it does. It, and it's a divinely choreographed process. I love so, that. um it's really by choice. It doesn't have to be difficult. It can just be beautiful. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway I, someday I'd like to learn about: is every soul broken up? Is it broken at emanation from source, or is this something that only uh, souls who choose Earth school have their soul split because it's part of duality? These are the kind of questions I know have no idea about. And now that I'm going through it, I'm kind of interested. <laughs> but I don't know a good source for it. Lauren, would you have well, a good th- source for
3: I twin feel flames? like
4: you're the
1: source for it, Barbara. I'd love for you to sit down and just ask those questions through automatic writing and see what comes through. Because you speak beautifully.
3: And you have a great
1: understanding of truth. Lauren may have a resource that she can share, but that's what I share with this. That's what I feel.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you. You know what you know, Barbara. You know, we all know what we know. When we trust that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And well, if she's well, thank the you, ladies That available.
1: Thank you, Barbara.
0: Yeah, good okay. questions. I know other people have that question as well, right? And then I've also heard of people who it's not so easy with the twin flame. And and so Marilyn, when you said clean up, that's like, uh-huh. Boy, some clean up. That does happen to some. Okay, well, that was uh, fascinating. Let's go on to our next caller. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. It's Daryl. Hi, Daryl.
6: Hey, let me step outside and take off my shoes.
3: Absolutely.
6: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, I'm here. How are you doing? Hey, Daryl.
1: So I see a uh, 444 with you, and 444 is about foundation. To make total sense, you would go outside and take off your shoes. Um, you're building a whole new uh, – well, actually, you have a pretty strong foundation that you stand on, pretty good belief systems, truth. Um, it equals a 12, which is new beginnings into partnerships. So this could be business partnerships as well as relationship partnerships. Um, and it also adds a three, which is mind, body, soul. So you're going through a very transformative energy, or you're coming out of it, is what – spirit makes me feel like. I feel like you've done a lot of work already. I'll get your question in a second, but I just want to say this. I get a little bit of a pain above my eyebrow, so I feel like third eye into in- infinite intelligence is opening up for you. So anything that uh, you can do to allow the insights forward, to come forward would be really beneficial to you um, and beneficial for anybody that you share them with. You have a lot of intuition, spirit says, and, um, St. Germain has been all over the place in this room for your reading as well as Barbara's. Um, but I want to say to you that, uh, the intuition is very good. You're very good at reading people. You're very good at, uh, knowing what they need before they open up their mouth. Is this true, Daryl? Do you understand what I'm saying?
6: You're spot on, a hundred plus percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you have a lot of teaching quality, master teacher in you. And I see you holding a staff and leading. So, Spirit's kind of asking, where are we with that? But I want to know what your question is, so I can and just help you with that. Because there's a little boxed-up energy, and whenever I see boxed-up energy, it's the person has that energy, they can do what they want to do, but they're still kind of confining themselves because they're not really sure how to do it or how to make it happen. So, what's your question?
6: Well, I, I didn't have a question. I didn't know what the parameters <laughs> of your question was. The 444 four, four is interesting, and my third eye's been open for decades and uh ten ten's another number um, uh, and i i love my uh, my my angelic team I'm, I'm just assembled a team um uh of heavenly advisors and uh the magician is on there and a, a sign a sign maker so i can watch out for signs um really? I, I guess my any question i might have would be concerning employment but that's going to take care of itself uh, just a life of service and spreading love is what yeah. i'm here for well um, here's the thing i want to go ahead what are you going to
1: say
6: no 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 please go ahead I'm just I'm just I want and on. To,
1: I want you to take pen to paper if you haven't already and I want you to continue to record your journey um almost like as if either you do it every morning and talk about the wisdoms of the day before or you do it every night and talk about the wisdoms of the day it depends on energetically when you can do that without, where it doesn't keep you up but what I feel like for you is, do you know a William or a Bill by any chance? Because that name is coming through. Sometimes my names are uh-huh. off,
6: but we'll see what happens. Well, I, well I'm a friend of Bill W. He's my, he's my best friend.
1: Great. Love it. That's definitely what i say. And you can see what Bill W. has done for so many people, you know, and how they started out and started out at a time that it was so needed. And I feel like the way that they gathered the wisdom to help Remember I said you're a leader with a staff in your hand, forging a path, and that's what Bill W. Is, was for so many people, still is, even though he's not here anymore. So what I would say to you is, I, I, one thing I have to say this, I want to use you as a teachable for everybody, is there's so many people in, that I have noticed that have they want to do, create a spiritual life in service find and make money from it, too, if, if that's what you're choosing to do, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. And then there's the employment, they need the employment still to pay the bills. And if what I share with everyone is if you could get a bridge job that allows you to pay the bills but doesn't deplete your soul, they are out there, and you commit uh-huh. the spirit for this job for like six months and promise that you're going to work on the path of your service and making money through service, then those jobs come easier. So I don't know if I'm being, what what I really want from my community when I teach them is when they're in a place like no employment, get the job at the chiropractor's office or the office, write down exactly what you want. When I was a bookkeeper, I got the clients I wanted. They were really great to me. It paid the bills. I hated bookkeeping. But I made sure on my off time, I pursued my dreams. And I made a promise to Spirit that I would get out of bookkeeping and into my dreams. And Spirit co-created that life with me and helped me. And that's what I want for you, Daryl.
6: Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, and I, guess, I guess we are complete.
1: Thank you, Daryl.
6: <laughs> thank you. Thanks, love,
2: Lauren. I love your sense of humor.
6: Uh, watch out for those sweet gum balls, Daryl. <laughs>
0: Bye it. now. Bye, Daryl, and thank Bye. you fun connecting with your team. Enjoy that. Okay. All right. Let's go on to another caller. We're going to go to Wilmington, North Carolina, and it looks like Ginger is on the call. Hello. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi, Ginger. Hi.
1: Thank you for taking my call. Sure. You're you're welcome. Um, I'm going to probably let you ask a question, but I'm just going to tell you what I'm getting right off the bat, I'm getting a lot of, uh, it's interesting, a lot of energy from the throat chakra down to the third chakra, so they're highlighting all three of those chakras for me, a lot of that's about truth, living your truth, being in your truth, I don't feel like you're that far off, and it's about trusting your intuition and decisions that you're making right now, I feel like you're on a very big soul journey right now, which is the hermit card, And the Hermit card is about trusting the guru within, trusting your inner wisdom, really tapping into that. It also sometimes shows frozen ice in that card, which means frozen destiny, maybe not really sure. You might be a little bit stuck in an area because they show me you looking down a little bit stuck in a particular area. You know, a lot of people on the call I know are struggling with that. Um, I feel like it's interesting because my right arm has started to shake. And so that would usually mean that there's energy that can come through the right, It's probably mirroring you, so it's probably your left arm. Energy can come in through healing energy as well. I feel like I need you in the garden or in dirt so that you can ground a little bit more. And I feel like there's a little bit of past energy we kind of have to clear out. Is your mother still alive? Uh, no. Yeah. Did she pass from an illness, honey?
4: Uh, yes.
1: Okay. Was there any cancer with her?
4: No. Okay.
1: Was there any chest stuff going on with her at the end and any kind of, like, because uh, they're showing me chest and they're also showing me stomach, but I'm feeling chest as well. Yes, congestive
3: heart failure. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, do you have anything going on with your arms at all?
3: Um, sometimes You they, probably don't. Uh, it's sometimes, it, it, like, my left
1: arm does get tingly and goes a little numb. Okay. Um, are you in your forties, by any chance? Fifties. Uh, okay. Did your mom pass when you were in the forties? Because they're showing me the forties. Yes. Okay. Are you? Did you write anything to her? Was there something that you wrote to her, or something something written that you found after when she passed? Or there's something written they're showing me. Not that I can think of at the moment. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, What's going on with you? What was your question?
3: I think it was would be, I didn't really have a question, but um, it would just be if there is like a message that could help me to move forward because like you said, I kind of feel stagnant energy and I feel like I'm just not bringing in a lot of light, like my energy is
1: heavy. Have you been wanting to study mediumship at all?
3: Um I did in the past, okay. What do you do for a living right now? um, nursing assistant, so yeah, I'm taking on a lot of people's stuff,
2: yeah.
1: So what's coming up? First of all, your mom is a lot around. This must have been a hard passing or something because it's just feeling that way to me. Um, was it? I'm not even going to ask that. I'm just going to keep going. And I feel like you do have definitely empathic ability. I do feel like I'm going to say mediumship for you. I would not walk away from it if you find interest in it. I would definitely study it. Um, I feel like you definitely have healing energy. Obviously, you're in, working in nursing, but it's coming through your hands. And I feel like you have to bridge, like, it's almost like taking what you know, what you've done up until this point, but creating something that's a little bit lighter affair, a lighter affair to do. So um, it's more like being able to maybe help people transition or help the families of people that are transitioning, or um, it's like a doula for transitioning or a doula even for birth. Like, it feels to me like it's more of a, Uh, for the lack of a better word, new agey type of business that if you created something like that, you would, like, the way they're showing me you is in this flowing skirt, which usually means to me, like, kind of that hippie quality that I love, very free of spirit, very free energy, um, dancing, like, to the Grateful Dead, forgive me for that, but I love the Grateful Dead, but it's just there's a lightness to it, and I feel like you've got to get into music yourself, you've got to take your shoes off, you've got to dance around your house, You've got to allow that light in through music. And then I really want you to explore careers where you take what you already know, but you do it in a way that allows you to feel like nurses are incredible to me, but where you're doing something that makes you come home at night and feel like, wow, that was absolutely incredible. Every day is incredible. I don't know if you've seen what doulas do and, um, even transitional doulas. I just want you to look into that. Whether that's a fit or not doesn't matter. What matters to me, and I want to hear what you have to say, but what matters to me is that when you walk towards it, what happens sometimes with my clients is something else will come into their field. So they may be on the line looking at doulas, uh, birth doulas, and then all of a sudden this ad comes up and they're like, oh, my goodness, that's what I want to study. So just walk towards it because your stuck energy is in the fact that you're not finding new inspirational information to go towards. Do you have any questions to me or how does that feel or what are you thinking or I, I check in. People sometimes, one person said to me, it sounds like you're insecure. I'm not insecure. I'm co-creating with you. And it's, it's important for me for the person to take what they like and leave with the rest. I really, I do whatever spirit tells me to do. What people do with it is up to them. I'm not on you. I'm not with you for the rest of your journey. I'm with you for these few minutes. um Do you want to say anything to that, honey?
3: I really appreciate it because like I just my vision has been blocked, and like I said, I just kind of feel stuck so that feels very very flowing to be able to let it in and you know explore something and you know just be open to new things coming in. so I appreciate
1: it. Okay, I want you to look into, do you take any yoga classes? No. Okay.
3: Can you try a couple? Yeah, definitely. Okay, do that.
1: I think, I feel like that'll help your flow.
3: What? Okay. So do you feel like I would need to go out of the house to do it or I could do it like, with you two? You have to
1: be in community. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I want you out of the house because that's where the stuck energy is in helping. Okay. Yeah, thank you,
3: thank you much. sweetie. You're welcome. <laughs> I just oh, I luck. keep getting
1: doula with her, and I don't know if that's what she wants, but I want her to definitely walk towards that.
0: What to was that? She gets you get doula. I
1: keep getting doula, doula. Whether it's a birth doula or a death doula, there's something in that energy for me with her, so that she has to check it out.
0: Okay. All right. I know, and most people know when doing yoga. It is best to go to the class because if we sit with our own um, videos, it's so easy to get up and walk away. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Beautiful. Gosh, Marilyn, you know, I have a question that's coming up, uh, and this is a common one for uh, many of us. How important is it to know exactly who the guides are that we speak with? Um, some people don't need, need names, but other people know the names. So does this make a difference?
1: For me, it makes a huge difference because I have seen – I teach intimate relationships with your guys, knowing their names, knowing where they stand, knowing what they're here to help you with because you get clearer communication that way. So the people that I know that just say I talk to my guys, I've seen them get directed in ways – they get answers to questions that aren't really great answers, and they go down a path, and then they wonder why it blows up in their face. Of course, things like that happen. A friend of mine did this, and I said to her – She's like, my guides told me to blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, who are your guides? She's like, I don't know, the fairies, Peter Pan, you know. And I was like, no, you need to know. If you're going to make big decisions about leaving a job, ending a contract, Mm. ending a marriage, moving out of your house, it can't just be the airy-fairy energy out there. Because as empathic people, sensitive people, you're tapping into so much energy. And if you don't know where that answer is really coming from and understand their energy – then you might be picking up an information that is not correct for you. So I'm a pretty much, I have a soapbox about this.
0: Well, that's great. And I know that you have courses. You've got a great 28-day challenge for our listeners today in your special offer. And you teach about this. But what can you tell us about how we begin to recognize this energy? I know hindsight is 2020. But it's all feeling and sensing into the energy. Do you have any tips how we could recognize or know these names?
1: Yeah, one of my biggest things is don't wait. A lot of times when people are they're waiting for their guides to show up in front of them, and it's some people are waiting for the lightning to crash and things like that. What I would suggest you do when you first start out is either pick a guide that already exists. It could be Einstein. It could be Archangel Michael. It could be Jesus. The fact that you're interested in working with one of those particular guys means that they already chose you. So that's always a great way to start because you already know that what Jesus looked like or you have an idea of what he looked like and you have an idea about his teachings and who he is. So if you start connecting, that energy already exists in our physical plane. We already know it. So you can start tapping into that already existing energy and it helps you to open up. One of the other tips I give too that is super important is that have the guides stand in the same place each and every time. So I know where all my guides stand. I know their names. I know what their jobs are. But when they first start coming in, I have them pick a position and they stay there all the time because basically what you're learning is their energy. So you may not be clear about how you're getting their information, whether it's through hearings, uh, feelings, seeing, sensing, claircognizance is knowing, a deep, deep knowing. But when you know their energy and how it feels to receive their message and where you receive it in your body, you're able to trust it more, lean into it more, and expand into it. So those are the two tips I would give, like, right off the bat.
5: Mm-hmm. And you can
1: also at night write them a letter before you go to sleep. Like, write them a letter, and then the morning when you wake up, Even if you don't remember your dream, write down how you felt. Because by doing this, you're showing them the willingness to communicate. And that's the most important thing.
0: Okay. Yes, opening up that communication. All right. Those are beautiful tips. And um, we can each experience it in different ways. But this is just the beginning to dial into that feeling and to begin to recognize that. You know many people on our call, there's questions coming in. There's more questions that than we can that we could get to in this call, but you even picked up on it, Marilyn. People are feeling stuck, and so yeah. this is what you teach. and now would be a great time to go over your special offer because it's an in-depth course that people can use to really Um, understand this so much better. So share with us what that is about.
1: Yeah, and this course was born out of one of those stuck moments for myself and asking my guides, asking me to surrender into them. And because I surrendered into them, they changed a lot. Uh, It changed my life, and a whole course dropped in, and it just became great. So there's two classes here. The first part of this class is called the 28-Day Challenge, uh, constant communication with your guides. And I take you through, it's four MP3s and an ebook. because basically what you do is if you start the class on a Monday, you listen to the MP3 on a Tuesday, it tells you how to use it, and you get a challenge every single day from Monday to Friday. And what the challenges are are really just fun games to read for yourself. Um, I learned very creative tools from my guides, and I incorporated them into the class. So you learn how to read for yourself by using different things. You're going to learn how to see them, how to hear them, how to feel them, um, and how to, like, really know where they are and who they are. You're going to learn how to communicate with them on a regular basis, and you start with your higher self, which is your most, in, one of your most important guides to get in touch with. It was the first guide I got in touch with before I even knew I could do this work. You're going to um, learn how to trust what you're seeing, hearing, and feeling, You're going to learn how to get answers to direct questions that you have so you can reach your goals. You're going to be able to experience that the universe and your guides are supporting you and nurturing you through your choices. That's why they're with you. They want you to live your highest and best life. They don't want you struggling and suffering. So that's what you're going to learn in this course. And then the second part of this is dancing with your guides. And I go into a further lesson where you're able to go into different areas of your life. So we do we cover career, love, home, and health. So you meet a guide in each specific area each week so that you can get specific information in that one particular area, which is really important to start building the uh, platform and the, the foundation and the building in that one area with that guide, that special love guide is going to tell you what to do for relationships. So this one has also got challenges in it, which are really just games with your guides. Everyone has a meditation where you meet your guide. And some of you may struggle with, well, I don't see my guide. You know, I have a hard time seeing. Well, in my classes, I teach how to feel into it or how to just smell it or just use your imagination. It doesn't matter. So that's the Dancing with Your Guides, which is another four MP3 and an e-book class. And it will... Um, It's just such a fun – I teach in a really, really fun way, as you'll find when you take these classes. And your guides are a lot of fun. They can actually be really funny. And then there's a great – this is one of my most popular classes in my membership program. Uh, It's called Balance Your Chakras. It's a video lesson. And it really helps you to start living your life from your energetic centers and aligning with that so that you're pulling into your awareness, into your life, into your consciousness, into your physical realm, what it is that you truly desire. And you're not reacting from what other people have said to you that you should be or what you think that you can't, you know, can't do coming from a place that can't. You're coming from a place that I can, I do, I do. So that's an incredible class. And then we have an MP3 because I think dreams are – I studied dreams early on for like 10 years before I was doing this work, and that really is what taught me the symbolic language of my soul. So there's a great class in here to teach you how to learn how to interpret your dreams, And how to um, really ask for dreams and get the information through your dreams so that you know what decisions and choices to make. So that's the special offer. It's $97 for like 10, quite a few lessons in there some
0: beautiful lessons thank you so much really a great teacher on this and we love how you will show us what it really means to lean into this when we witness our guides and we communicate with them and really what that means to lean into it so thank you for that that is available on your special offer that's on this web page. So, Marilyn, thank you. I want to give us time for a few more callers. It's so fun. Let's go to Denver, Colorado, and it looks like Mary is on the phone. Hello, you're unmuted.
3: Hi. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi, Loren. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Marilyn, so I'm – let me do off – is that better I am I can hear you in like a major end of a big big book and ready Mm. to start a whole brand new book and my question is what do you see for me what comes up from my next greatest destiny in with the book or
1: just in your life in general
3: in my life (laughs) did your dad pass my dad yes he did yeah
1: yeah he's sitting next to me is why um there's something about this is fascinating to me so um first of all congratulations that you're done with your first uh, with your big book i love that they keep showing me impressionist painters and painters and like uh europe and michelangelo and italy and really how those artistic souls lived from a place of complete artistry and living life like they, they just bit it off and they ate it and they enjoyed it and they took breaths of it and they just enjoyed the heck out of it. And what I'm seeing, that I could not answer that question fully, right? Because you're evolving, you're changing, so I could answer it partially for right now. And what I feel like it is for you is like there's a workshop or there's a teaching kind of thing. It's like I see you in a a room like a conference room where you're teaching people how to really enjoy life how to step into it how to experience it how to like really like what, what, i'm sure everybody on this call has had moments where you're just like in complete bliss and you're like oh my goodness i feel so connected to god to source to the universe and i'm living it and that's where i feel like you're being pushed towards like Even if there's a fantasy element of it, a storytelling element of it, if you're teaching people how to tell stories in their life and how to write the story of their life, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like there's a lot of speaking capability in your energy field and there's a lot of vibration with you. And I feel like whatever people, like when they come into your path or they read your uh, information, they're going to be vibrationally shifted. So something they're showing me right now is, Um, They definitely make me hold my thyroid with you, which is between the throat and the heart, which is about compassion. So maybe it's it's, uh, a part of teaching people how to be compassionate, right, how to be compassionate for themselves, compassionate for others, especially passionate Mm -hmm. towards animals, kids. Then they're showing me um, Wayne Dyer. So I was not a huge fan of Wayne Dyer when he was alive, and I got to appreciate him right before he passed. And then when he passed, I felt his energy about, like a lot of people have, because I think he's doing tremendous work. And what he told me was that in his books, when you read them now, and this is with a lot of people, the energy, the message is different. It's changing because our awareness and consciousness can accept so much more. So there's so much energy underneath the writing that is shifting people into new horizons, new visions. So I feel like what you're developing, what you're creating, has got a vibration attached to it that is going to help accelerate the healing that so many people need. I don't know how you receive that, but I'm giving it to you and it sounds feels pretty good for my end.
3: Wow. So if I say there's something about Mary, um, like I just, I keep, I often will say to my friends, I'm doing a bucket list, you know, not because I'm going to die, because I want to live and I want to experience. So imagine teaching that to a room full of people who need that. Well, first me. (laughs) You can can only teach what you live.
2: (laughs) Now,
1: well, here's something, and I'm glad you brought this up. That's a mistake that a lot of people make, in my opinion, I'm going to say. What Uh I have found is a lot of healers or people or teachers are waiting until they have it all figured out before they teach it. What I have learned is that you teach it as you're going through it, and you can teach it as you're going through it. It doesn't mean you're going to do harm to anybody because if you're in touch with your guides, they're going to keep you a few steps ahead of it because we're always evolving. And when I, as a teacher, I'm usually teaching, you know, past it, a few uh, points past it or sometimes years past it. It depends on what I'm teaching. But they're teaching me something new by being interactive with my students. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, here's a whole other level that's dropping in. So it's very so. That's what I suggest because you're already living your bucket list.
3: All right, wonderful. Thank you. But you get
1: to do what you want with it. You really do. But I had to share that. All
3: right. Thank you. Thank you, Marilyn. You're Thank welcome, you, Loren. Thank
0: you, Mary. Okay, go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to go to White Rock, British Columbia now. Hello, you are unmuted. What's your name, please?
2: It's Pat.
0: Hi, Pat.
2: Oh, I'm delighted to be on the call. Oh, we're delighted Hi, to have you. Yes, um, I feel I'm a little bit blocked, and I'm changing direction somewhat, and I'm wondering if you could give me any advice. Yeah.
1: You know, I have to – I'm going to use this as a teachable moment just because there seems to be this energy. Well, I know know the audience well, right? So – and I know it because I've lived it. So – and this is going to answer your question, Pat, but I just want to use this as a moment for everybody on the call who's not getting readings, right, but they can learn something from it. So what I have found in the spiritual community is that, again, they have these – they knew, they came into the world, that they were meant to – they came in knowing they were meant to make a mark in this world. And the dreams were really big. And for whatever reasons, when they were younger, whether it was the people around them were jealous of how good they were, they made themselves smaller, or um, they just didn't get the types of upbringing, you know, uh, confidence that they needed to get. And now many are standing at a precipice of ready to do that dream. They've been working on themselves. They're ready. And they just don't know how to do it or where to go or what to do. So many people stay on the fence and they don't make any decisions or choices either way. They kind of wait for something to show up before they, they take a step off the fence. And what I want to share with everybody is that I want you to just take steps. Nothing is going to come through and be the kit and caboodle and the healing for everything. Everything leads to a domino effect. So for you, Pat, I really feel like in your heart and soul and in your intuition, you truly know what you're meant to be doing. I don't feel like you're doubting it as much as, Um, I don't even feel like your question had that energy in it. For me, you said you're stepping, changing direction. And spirit is making me feel like, yep, she knows exactly what she's doing. She is totally, she's swimming down that river. She is just going. And I have an excitement in my chest that feels like it's exploding. It feels very inspired. It feels very good. It feels like you're getting out of the box and stepping on top of it. I feel like with you, you're very open-hearted, I don't know. Butterflies are important for your reading right now, so that's about transmutation through joy. Um, That's about transformation for you, and also a cardinal. And I don't know what cardinals mean, so you're going to have to look it up because that's what they're talking to me about. But there's a very colorful energy with you, and whether you use, I'd like you to use color in things. So whether you do art or not, doesn't matter. When spirit says to use color, what they're trying to do is get you to expand energetically inside to do something different that you don't have to be good at so that you can receive the channeled information, the information from it. Um, I really feel like for you, what I'm seeing around you, whether you want to do this or not, is small group energy right now. I'm seeing like you facilitating uh, motivation and change in others. And I'm going to share something else, and I really want to hear from you, but it's because of what Mary said on the last call. I don't want people waiting until they are completely healed before they teach. That, to me, you, for me, okay, again, giving an opinion, but it's, I've been doing this for over 10 years, so I feel like I can say this, and I always have to say when it's an opinion and when it comes from spirit. Well, you have to always suggest, realize it's coming from spirit, unless I say it's an opinion, because I'm not allowed to do that with spirit. But for me, you're doing a disservice, because you have so much to offer in the moment. And I feel that people relate so much more to the teachers that are transparent and are, and are teaching you along the way and, and showing you when they trip and fall what they do. You got you know what you want, honey. What do you want?
2: You know, I I guess I've studied the healing arts for many years and now I'm I'm really being directed to work with color. Um and it's the race of color that I'm I'm being directed to work with. Um but I feel like every time I go to do something in the healing arts it just drops away, like it just doesn't transpire or happen.
3: Yeah,
2: and um, you know, it's a bit of a frustration. But you're right. I do know I am to be working with color and the rays. Um,
1: and and in healing arts, you're supposed to marry the two, as you know, because the color and the rays are healing.
2: Mhm, mhm.
1: Okay. So what I want to ask you to do is two two things. Uh, yes, it can be really disappointing, and then you question, am I really supposed to do this? Why isn't it happening for me? It's been my experience that a lot of times, one, spirit is dropping in another piece now, this color work. Two, um, they were preparing you for the opportunity or to meet the opportunities when they come in, because many times we think we're ready for it, but we may not be. Whatever. I'm not saying you weren't. And then um, sometimes it just happens that way because there's something we have to learn. but I would really love for you, Pat, for the fun of it, to gather three or four people and to do something in an afternoon out in nature somewhere with color and just play with it. Don't have to be great at it, but I want you to facilitate a small group gathering around these color rays that are, even if you don't fully understand the language yet, I I can't begin to tell you that when I started reading, didn't want to read. You practice. I had to learn about my gifts. They were making me nuts. You have to practice. I was really good at it. People started paying me. And every reading in the beginning especially catapulted me to the next level of awareness, consciousness, and learning. And it blew my mind that, like, I was in therapy for 16 years and I could do a reading and all of a sudden, and I don't project my stuff onto people. You hear me saying, this is my opinion. I will never project it. But spirit will separate you which is what I've asked, and they'll teach me what I need to know. And that's what I have to say to you. What are you going to say, Pat? I'm sorry. I could go on and on and on because I feel really passionate about what you're about to do.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm kind of excited, too, but I don't know if I'm quite prepared for it. So that might be a really good place to start um, with a group and put together something with color.
1: Yeah, you might surprise yourself how prepared you really are because the information is just going to be channeled through you. And it'll be nerve-wracking and it'll be scary and you're going to live through it and you're going to have moments after you're like, well, should I have done that? I'm glad I did it. And you're going to survive and be better for it. Oh, okay. And what, what about teaching about crystals? Great. I want it all together. I don't want you boxing anything up. Put it all together. You can have people pick a crystal, do something with color, be it out in nature, make it all work. Write down your five to six favorite things that you love to work with and see if you can come up with, or even three to four, come up with a two-hour workshop just based on those favorite things that you love, and you'll have a workshop right away.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: I am really willing to try that. Yes.
5: yes. Yay! Yes.
2: I
1: teach a lot of business people in this field. So, uh, and it's the biggest thing I see, Lauren. You know, is that people hesitate because they're afraid because they don't they don't feel ready for it. And I really want to push people to do it because that's when you're going to know you're going to have moments where you're going. I I remember my first teaching things, and I'd walk away going, huh, "Why did I say that?" Or I can't believe I did that. And it got mm-hmm. better and better and better, and the teaching was. People loved it. Some people didn't come back; they didn't love it, but a lot of the people did. So,
0: well, anyway, yeah. that's my
1: that's my spiel.
0: You know, and when you do it, you just you're better at it. And I know that yeah. all the folks listening to this broadcast and this program are indeed New Earth leaders. And so, I love what you said that there, that there's no boxing in anything. We need to bring all of our talents to the table and get it out there and, and no more hiding. You know, um, we've heard the phrase, light workers come out of the closet. So we're here to really assist all uh, the rest of humanity into living in their hearts and expressing from their hearts. And so anyone listening to this is definitely one of those leaders. Would you agree?
1: Totally, completely. Totally. Completely. And this was the year when I did the prediction for 2017. It was no more being in the closet.
3: Ah. That's it.
1: Get out. (laughs) And and it's really good. Like, I usually tell people when they're looking for a career or what they're supposed to do, go to your joy place. What makes you feel joy? And if even what makes you feel joy is walking your dog. Don't think, I can't have a, you know, maybe you don't want to be a dog walker and we're not going to go there, but be like, just be with the joy of what you love to do and so much more will get born out of those moments and then you'll start having clarity. And you know this, Lauren, because you're doing what you love to do. I'm doing what I love to do. But it was because I walked towards what made me feel joyful, what I was
2: curious about.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I like to call it putting one foot in front of the other, we know what we know inside and even if there's processes or meditations that we can do to get quiet and remember what we love to do as children or all the great things that we've done in our lives or even past lives and future lives, when we're able to just start doing what we love, gathering the people, gathering the groups. The ways that we monetize that will indeed follow, but we must do what we love first. So thank you for reiterating that in a beautiful way. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh for our group then, there are so many people. We can't get to all the listeners, but I want to give people a chance to have a tip from you or maybe a process on a way that we can connect to the higher self or connect to our guide and even get a name. Can you lead us through a five or 10 minute process for that?
1: Yes, I can. I'm trying there was two, two things you said that I'm like, do I want to do higher self? Do I want to do guide? Yeah. Let's do seeing and feeling a guide. Let's do that. one.
0: Yes. Beautiful. Um, Cause you mentioned yeah. St. Germain was with you and, uh, It's just very interesting. We have many guides. Each of us do. So that would be very fascinating to to feel into that energy, to lean into it.
1: Yeah, and and St. Germain isn't one of my guides. Um, He was just in the room when I was talking to a few people. Of course, I have pictures of Mm -hmm. him and I have a book of him and stuff. But, yeah. Um, Okay, so everybody close your eyes. And breathe into that part of you that is infinite wisdom, that already knows. Everything. And just notice where your breath is going, even if it's shallow or if it feels funny. And just breathe into the knowing of it, just trusting it. And as you breathe out, breathe out any kind of doubt or fear or uh, lack mentality. And as you breathe in, breathe in the infinite wisdom that's available to you all the time, the knowledge. And as you breathe out, breathe out things you no longer need that you're not even aware of. Maybe there's just things that you've been holding on to. And as you breathe in now, breathe in beauty. Breathe in love. Breathe in grace and ease. And as you breathe out, breathe that out into the world. Breathe out that beauty because you are all healers. We are all here to service and to help. Lift humanity. And as you breathe in now, start just calling your guide closer to you. And as you breathe out, start noticing a line of breath just going out like an umbilical cord towards a certain area around you. And as you breathe in from that area, just breathe into yourself. And I want you to pick a place whether it's where you're sending your breath now or maybe you need to move the direction a bit, a particular place around your body where you're going to ask your guide to stand. Whether you see them or not does not matter. And I want you to bring your internal focus to that place. So maybe that's right in front of you to the right. You're just bringing your internal focus with your eyes still closed to that specific place in the room. It could be five feet, it could be two feet away from you, it does not matter. It could even be inside of you. And I want you to start breathing into that specific location. And I want you to take breath from that specific location. And I just want you to do a couple of rounds like this. And I want you to use your imagination now. And I want you to pick a colored shape, and it could be a star-colored shape. It could be a blob of color. It could be an outline of a person color. But start seeing that in the location in the room that you've picked. And if you can't see it, imagine what it would be like or hear what color it is or even smell it, and you can do all of the above. And I want you to just keep breathing with that colored shape, Taking breath from it, giving breath to it. And now, I want you to see an umbilical cord of light coming from that shape. And notice what color the umbilical cord of light is. And as you breathe down that umbilical cord, that breath is coming towards you. Notice which chakra it's going into. And if you don't like it in your body, you can hold it in your hand. And then I want you to. Send your breath back down that umbilical cord of light. And then I want you to breathe back into your body from this umbilical cord of light. And notice as you're doing sending breath back and forth this umbilical cord of light. Notice if that shape is taking a different type of shape or if the color is changing. And now as you're breathing, with your guide, in this through this embolical cord of light, I want you to feel a type of emotional energy, whether it's love, happiness, joy, inspiration. Don't worry about it if you're labeling it. Trust me, if you're choosing it, they're choosing it with you. And I want you to breathe that energy into your system, into your body. So if you're breathing in love, then I want you to breathe it out towards them. Whatever that emotional energy is, could be love, could be happiness, joy, just keep breathing it in and sending it out to them. Breathing it in. Sending it out to them. Now what they're going to do is send you a bird, a specific type of bird that's going to walk along the cord of this beautiful umbilical cord of light And you receive this bird, notice how it feels, notice what energy it's giving you, even if you don't know the name of this bird. What's the message that this bird is carrying for you, even if it's just a feeling? And then I want you to choose an animal to walk towards your guide. And notice how they receive what you give them because it's a co-creative relationship. It's not just us taking from them. We're giving to them as well, and that's what keeps the bond strong. How do they receive the animal you gave them? What does it mean to them? And now I want them to send you through this invisible cord of light a message. It could be I love you. It could be let's do this thing. And don't worry if you're making it up. Trust it. And don't worry if you can't hear a message. Just pick your favorite song then, or i let a song come
2: to you.
3: Receive that message.
1: And now give them back gratitude and commitment to continue to work with them. <clears throat> and send that back to them. Just take a couple of moments now to just breathe in this energy of connecting with your guide. Even if you didn't see anything, notice how you feel inside. And you can allow this umbilical cord of light to dissolve as they kind of dissolve into the into the background a bit. You can cut the cord, whatever it is, it's not harming you, it's not harming them, it's not insulting them. They give you free will. Thank them as that energy starts to dissipate. And start breathing into that infinite wisdom again inside yourself. And notice if you feel any different now in your breath inside your body. And just thank spirit for showing up and thank yourself, most importantly, for showing up. And say your name to yourself three times, calling your spirit back into your body. We tend to fly out of our bodies. You feel your butt against the chair, your feet against the floor. If you're on the floor, your back against the chair. And before you open your eyes, recall in your mind's eye where things are in the room, what they look like, what color the floor is, the ceiling, and then open your eyes. And that's it.
0: And that's it. Beautiful. Thank yeah, it's you so much a simple for
1: technique. Mm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, because I feel I, like a lot of people complicate it, and it doesn't have to be complicated. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: Right. Yeah, it is such a simple technique, but we have to start with that, and we get stronger at it when we go through it and we recognize more of, Uh, these spirit guides, and we can put them to task. So let's, as we close our program tonight, maybe you'd like to share with us ways that we can put this celestial team to task for synchronicities. Again, we don't have to do too much, but we started this program talking about how we are in more control as we learn to co-create with this celestial team. So what would you advise on asking for certain things with this team?
1: What I suggest doing, because a lot of people have many things that they want to see change or shift, so I suggest when you wake up in the morning, notice how you feel first off. That's one of the most important things because your relationship with your guys is also in relationship to yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself. So it's really important to notice how you're treating yourself and to talk to yourself great. So start that in the morning. Then I want you to ask them one specific question. I don't want you to ask like, what do I need to do for my career? Where do I need to go to find love? That's okay if you ask, where do I need to go to find love? Or what. But try to get as specific as possible with one particular question. Maybe you want to open up to your romantic partner. So say, where do I need to go to find my romantic partner? What do I need to do? How do I need to receive love? How can I learn how to receive love? You can ask a specific question like that and then go throughout your day just surrendering it up to the universe but reminding yourself the question that you asked that day and put your focus on it. And then allow spirit to show up for you, whether it's through the something somebody said, maybe it's a symbol that you see, even if you see a repetitive symbol like a numbers over and over again or a butterfly, maybe it's just that you're outside and you can't take your eyes off the squirrel that's running up the tree. And or maybe it's that you're walking into the store and you can't take your eyes off the stop sign, whatever it may be, just notice what you're seeing. And try to notice what you're feeling when you see it and try to understand what is being conveyed to you through that message in response to the question that you asked for that day. So if you do this throughout your day, it may not take you to the answer, but it'll take you further along on the journey to understanding more of what it is that you need to know in order to Create this type of thing that you want in your life. And at the end of the day, I would say sit down and you could write down the symbols you got or write a little bit about what your experience was, and just lean into what they're trying to teach you in the moment. Like I said, it may not answer the question specifically, but it will give you more direction. So when I did this, I did it around relationship, I surrendered, and I'm not going to get into all the details what they gave me, but they sat me next to this man. I was just out to breakfast, and these bunch of people had to sit with me because the breakfast cafe was packed. And he was really cute, and we were flirting, and then um, he said something that was a red flag for me. And I was like, oop, not going there. And what Spirit taught me, besides that whole day, but what they really taught me in that particular moment was, you can trust yourself to make better decisions. You know now that you're conscious enough to pull in the right energy. So it could be that simple. And your awareness, your consciousness will help you to really be able to understand what the next step is that you need to take. So that's a simple exercise that I would give.
0: Yes, powerful. Again, we just have to be aware of the information and the symbols coming in, and it will unpack later and show us later. One time I had uh, outside of a meditation I had an ant crawl across my foot, and then it only took about a few days later to really understand that that message was talking to me all about teamwork. So thank you for that Mm. beautiful um, process of how we can truly get deeper and lean into our guides a little bit more. Well, Marilyn, this has been a fascinating show. We just love listening to it. As we wrap up then, and we close our program, would you like to add any words that we didn't get to today?
1: No, the only thing I would say is uh, you said something that my guides taught me that I couldn't believe you said it. It was really beautiful. Lean into us. And um, so I leave you with that. Whenever you're feeling fear or scared or uh, doubt, lean into them because they really are there physically. You can move your body to lean into them or just tell yourself, I'm going to lean into you now. And that's it. That's what I would say. Thank you so much,
5: Lauren,
0: by the way. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Your special offer is available for our listeners to even learn more about their connection with their celestial team and the co creational power that we have with that that team and those great beings. Oh, and as we dance our way to the Cosmic Heart, it would be so fun to play that song, Lean on Me, but I don't have that cued fast enough, so we'll just have to have fun in our own way. So, Marilyn, I just want to thank you for being here on this Quantum Conversation, and we look forward to next time. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, everybody.
0: Thank you. Okay, and now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. We're just going to have fun and see if we can connect with our guides and send our beautiful collective intentions for peace, harmony, and love across the universe. Namaste.
7: When it up in the you no, know oh, I love a rainy night, such a beautiful sight.
5: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.